Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City. And I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. In today's world, could you use a little inspiration to radiate joy, peace, or health? Maybe you'd like to experience more positivity and balance. Perhaps you intend to read more, but you don't know what authors to follow. Or you've heard of Ayurveda, mindfulness, energy healing, and more, and you want to take a deeper dive. Then listen to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Host Christy Clemens Hoffman visits with authors, doctors, thought leaders, and even clowns. I was even a guest on episode 72 with Radiate Desire through Sex Positivity. If you want to learn, be inspired, and empower yourself toward healing and wholeness, subscribe to the Radiate Wellness Podcast with Christy Clemens Hoffman. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and at radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash podcast. have not done a solo show in a while, so today's episode of Keep Them Coming is going to be just me. Uh, I've had a lot of fun lately with my guests, but sometimes it's good to just do a short show and just give you all, the listeners, a little tidbit of information that I think will be helpful, or in this case, answer a listener question. I do want to take a quick second to give a shout out to all my recent guests. Seriously, you all have been wonderful. I've gotten some terrific feedback wonderful comments on both social media and and by email so and and thank you to you who listen and do send in that feedback I appreciate knowing what you think of the shows and the topics and and when you think that something was helpful so thank you to my guests thank you to my listeners one quick announcement I'm switching hosting platforms I am now going to be hosted on the pitch uh, their podcast network so you can find information about my show both on my website uh, you can go to the Pitches Podcast Network and find myself along with other Kansas City shows. It's a great little network that they've started, and I'm really proud to be a part of it. With that change, you're going to see a couple things. You're going to hear some ads because, hey, it's time for me to start making some actual revenue off the podcast for for all my efforts, you know. I mean, I love doing the show, but come on. I'm, I'm, here, to, I'm here to grow the empire, you know. But also, I got a new logo. I don't know if you noticed. It used to be a you know, set of lips, a little mustache, like a little revamp. I mean, it is my show. I don't have a co-host. Therefore, it makes sense that uh, the transition on the logo will be just a set of lips because it's just me. So I want to say thank you to Steven at Fuller Creative for making that shift on the podcast logo for Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Thanks, dude. If you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I would also love it if you would leave a review on whatever platform you happen to listen to this show. Five stars is, of course, what I hope for. But hey, if you don't feel like I deserve five stars, feel like you want to see some different content or, I don't know, tell me whatever feedback you've got. Let me earn that five star. But hey, even if you feel like I've earned it or you've just got, you've got a question, you have a suggestion for a guest or you would like to be a guest yourself, 
email me, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching. That's always the best way to get a hold of me. Of course, you can send me a direct message on any social media platform you follow me on as well. And if you haven't signed up for my email newsletter, you can get the Dirty Bird or my Safer Work email list. Go to my go to my website or go to my Instagram page. There's links on both of those to sign up. Or again, shoot me an email, give me your permission, and I will add you to those lists myself. Speaking of, that's exactly how I got today's show topic. I really want people to have painful sex no more. By the way, if there's male listeners listening to this show who have a female partner, this is going to be good information for you to know as well so that you can know how to support them. Um, Perhaps if this is something they've been ignoring, you can encourage them to go see their doctor and to talk about this stuff. So here was what the listener had to, to say when they wrote in to ask me for support. Things have never really been comfortable for me when it comes to sex. It's just that the older I've gotten, the less I can ignore it. I used to be able to wear tampons, but I can't even do that anymore. Any penetration has become basically intolerable beyond a few minutes. It's getting in the way of us having any meaningful sexual connection. Help. Oh, my listener. Uh, My heart goes out to you. Certainly, thank you so much for writing in. Um, I didn't get like a a age or as far as like relationship status, whether you're in a um, cisgender heterosexual relationship or, or lesbian relationship or poly, whatever. Anyway, so I will answer this in this podcast uh, for anyone who's just a vagina owner. Uh, doesn't matter what your partner's packing, okay? So first things first, I, I want to say that we'll probably go in two directions with this. One is talking about treatment options and kind of the steps that it takes uh, to get over things like vaginismus, vulvodynia. I mean, people intercourse can be because of all sorts of things. It doesn't just have to be because of vaginismus or vulvodynia. It could also be because of polycystic ovarian syndrome and you're just having a lot of you know generalized pain especially uh, in certain positions Um, it could be from endometriosis it can be from uh, just like shits off with your pelvic floor like all sorts of reasons those are those are pretty much the most common ones the second thing that we'll talk about is you know other steps whether it's you know after you start your treatment or you're doing it like while you're getting treatment it's all the stuff so yeah there's I think that it needs to painful intercourse is often it's often going to require a multi-pronged approach for treatment so just know there's there's no quick fix <laughs> there's no easy answer um, just like with this listener, it, it sort of evolved over time. It's like you're going to have to devolve. You're going to have to unwind this. Um, just take it down slowly, slowly, slowly. So uh, first things first. For treatment, I think absolutely 100% the first step you need to do is go to an OBGYN. So if I've cited it in a previous show, and I, I probably should have looked at it before I'm recording this today, but the percentage of OBGYNs that actually talk to their patients about their sex lives is really low. It's something like you know, 20%. And even then, a lot of times they are just asking about if there's pain. They're not asking about pleasure. So there's often a chance that you or your partner have gone to the OB and not gotten the support that you need or been asked the right questions and then they felt like the moment passed and you know then they were out of the office and they realized oh yeah I forgot to mention that like 
you know, in this certain position, things really hurt or it's getting to the point where I, I can't use a tampon, things like that. So whether you're the vagina owner or the lover of a vagina, I think that this episode is going to be good for you. Okay, so starting that path of talking to your OBGYN, and I'll tell you too, if your doctor doesn't take you seriously when you express that you are having any sort of pain during penetrative sex, you need to find a new OBGYN. I don't want to hear anyone email me back that their OB just said, oh, just have a glass of wine and relax. But I know that there's going to be some of you out there who might hear that. And I'm telling you right now, find a new practitioner. They ain't worth your time. There's somebody out there who gives a shit about your sexual health. They give a shit about whether or not you're in pain. They give a shit about whether or not this is standing in the way of you having a really awesome and connected sex life with your partner. Okay, so I'll step off my soapbox now about that. I've had some great OBGYNs in my life who have asked good questions, and I've had a couple who didn't didn't even ask, and I didn't laugh long with those. So first line of defense is your OBGYN, but what they should be doing is referring you out then to a pelvic floor therapist. It used to be that pelvic floor therapy was the last line of defense. It was sort of, we've tried everything else and nothing has worked. Now, most of the time insurance companies are seeing that as the kind of first or second step for you. Uh, in fact, I myself, um, in January, I had a Bartholin's cyst and had to go to the ER, had to have it drained, antibiotics, I couldn't sit right for a couple of weeks. And then when I was able to finally have penetrative sex again, there was an issue. Uh, the, the tightness I was feeling in my pelvic floor was not normal. So like things can happen. You can be childless and have something come up. I don't have kids, so it wasn't like I had issues post-birth, which is when a lot of people assume that these things come up. I've not had any sexual trauma. That's also something people assume is when issues like this come up. Uh, But I was definitely experiencing some vaginismus, just some tightening that was not normal. Um, I didn't notice it with um, certain situations. It was just like uh, something going on that wasn't normal. So I... I had my yearly a couple weeks ago and was able to get a referral out quickly for pelvic floor therapy. I didn't even have to like beg, barter, uh, nothing. I, I told my practitioner my issues and they immediately were like, would you like the referral out to pelvic floor therapy? I said, absolutely I would. So okay, great, let's get that set up for you. So it should be as simple as that for you as well. Um, might not have been back in the day, but these days that's how it should flow. So, go see your OB, get the referral out for pelvic floor PT. Once you find a pelvic floor PT, which there's a lot of them out there, (laughs) there's a lot more than you might think. Um, If you're in this area and you're having any trouble finding some, feel free to reach out for a referral. But um, again, I've done some episodes on my show with two. I've done an episode with Katie Rush and Kelsey Beach. So you can check those episodes out. Uh, Maybe check out their practices too. Pelvic floor PT is not meant to be like a long-term thing. You're not going to be going and seeing this person for years and years and years. Uh, You know, the the whole thing is just like coaching. It's intended to help you resolve an issue. (laughs) So keep in mind that it is designed to be short-term and help you heal. Okay, there's going to be a lot of uh, 
questions from your pelvic floor PT about things that are super intimate, things like what kind of lube, well, first off, do you use lube? What kind of lube do you use? They may make some recommendations that are going to be better for your vulvar tissue. Um, Some of them out there actually dry you out and make it to where you need to keep using more and more and more. Like KY, don't use the cheap shit. Don't use the stuff you can get at the pharmacy. You need to have something higher quality or all natural, like the organic cold press, whatever, coconut oils. Um, Organ, go to like your local Cirillas or other adult entertainment store and find some of the higher quality ones like Pure or Joe Lubes. I like Uber Lube. It's my favorite silicone, um, but I use Pure Romance. They've got high quality stuff. You've got to, that is something, I mean, think about it. You're putting it inside your body. You need something a little higher quality, okay? Off my soapbox about Lubes. (laughs) They are probably also going to ask you questions about what intimacy is like. For instance, what is foreplay like? What are you all doing to take the time to warm you up? Our sexual response cycle, if you are in a heterosexual relationship, our sexual response cycles work differently, all right? And it takes us longer to go from arousal to orgasm than it does the penis-owning partners. Sometimes pain has developed as a reaction to your body not getting something. So for instance, if, you're, if your vagina is not well lubricated and you're trying to get into penetrative sex too quickly, pain is your body's way to say like, hey, 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 I wasn't quite ready for that. I need something here. And then you keep doing it over and over again. So then your body's response is to just be painful sort of proactively when you even start to get turned on. Okay, it's, uh, That cycle can be from a lot of different things. Okay, so I'm not saying that that's the only way that that painful uh, conditions in your pelvic floor can be caused from. Okay, I'm just saying that's an example. All right, our, our body just tenses up because we're just not wanting something. We're ready for something. Like the pelvic floor is the first area that tenses up there. And so if you've not been participating in foreplay, um, you know, whether that is you actually having an orgasm before penetrative sex starts or not, it's not entirely a hard and fast rule. Although a book I've often recommended by Dr. Ian Kerner is She Comes First. Because at least when the vulva owning partner or the partner that's having pain has had an orgasm, it's more likely that the pelvic floor is relaxed and it's open up, it's well lubricated, and it's ready, you know, like it's fucking ready. Again, the orgasm is not necessary for people to be ready for penetration. Um, But perhaps that vulva needs to start off with something small. It needs to start off with oral sex. It needs to start off with a a finger, a tongue, a toy. Something before either a larger uh, object like a vibrator or from a penis. Our vaginas need more. Your your PT may also ask you about different positions. For instance, are certain positions more painful than others, like rear entry or on your side, or uh, you know, if your legs are bent backwards, whatever. Uh, you know, if that that can be an indicator of sort of what's causing the pain. And they can talk to you about ways to, you know, modify certain positions, and, and it can help them like um, really isolate what exercises they need to help you with. So just. One of the things that's going to be critical when you start going to see this pelvic floor therapist is that you are completely and totally honest about what's going on, okay? 
be transparent. It's this is not stuff they haven't heard before. Okay, they they aren't just treating your pelvis to help you not sneeze and pee. They want to help you because they know how transformative getting your pelvis in line is for your entire life. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I could go on and on and on about this, but anyway, you could probably just go back and listen to some of those episodes where we talked about that. One thing that's also important with painful intercourse is, you know, how how are you having sex? I sort of talk about, I feel like there's three levels, you know, it's making love, having sex, and fucking, right? I mean, there might be some grayscales in between there for folks, but think of it, well, you want to think of it as a wheel or three stops on the gear shifter, whatever. If you're constantly fucking, or as some people like say pounding, you know, go to pound town. That doesn't work for a lot of vaginas, all right? Especially right off the bat, it it shouldn't be something that's like the consistent speed. I mean, a lot of people do like fucking, sure. Like, hey, I love it too. Um, but I cannot often start that way. I cannot do that the entire time. Uh, it, it's just... It has its time and its place, but if your partner is only giving it to you at one speed and that speed is jackhammer, that could be part of the issue too. So beyond all this stuff, you know, if you're, if you recognize that there's things that you want to shift, things you want to change, things you want to improve, and the pelvic floor therapist is getting you like some of these components, the next step is to see a coach like me or see a sex therapist. You know, taking care of the medical is one side, but you really do have to also take care of the emotional and and even the spiritual. You know, I take a five-prong approach. We talk about mind, emotions, body and body image, energy, and your spirituality. All right, so I can't help with the medical side. That's what the pelvic floor PT or the OBGYN, like the medical side's got to help with the medical side. You know, I help with sort of getting all some of the other stuff and, and I'm not even equipped to help with all the other stuff I may refer you out for uh you know Ayurvedic health for someone that can help you with your nutrition and reduce your inflammation perhaps some of your pain is from inflammation too I might want to refer you out to someone that specializes in meditation because you're not great at reducing your stress levels and stress and anxiety is also adding to your pain and your the intensity of it but really and truly what I want anyone out there, whether again, you're the vulva owner or you're the partner of someone who is going through painful intercourse, I want you to know that there's options out there. This is not something that you have to live with. While painful sex can occur and it is common, it's not normal. Okay, that was pounded into my head by Kelsey Beach. It's a, it is common. It is not normal. It is not normal to sneeze and, or cough and pee your pants. It is not normal to have painful bowel movements. It is not normal to have painful intercourse. All of those things are because something is going on with your pelvic floor. And guys out there too, you know, if you're having some um, urge issues, like you gotta pee, gotta pee. Uh, if you're having some bowel issues, if you're having like some other things like prostate play has gotten kind of like, ugh, you're probably also having some pelvic floor issues. And gentlemen, there's lots of you out there who need to see a pelvic floor PT too. So go see your general practitioner or urologist as well. Point is, no one should be in pain. No one should be letting that stand in the way of them having good intimacy in their partnership. There's solutions out there for you. And I want to make sure that you know that they exist 
and help you get connected with them. I feel like my purpose in life is to help people get the tools and the resources and the connections that they need to improve their lives and grow closer together physically and emotionally. So if I can be a part of that journey or I can refer you out to someone to help you get this journey started, please do reach out. Pleasure is your birthright. So if there is something that I can do to help you own that birthright, again, send me an email, shoot me a direct message on any social media platform you follow me on. I'll be happy to help you further. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the Dirty Bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.